Hey man, what's up? Uh, have <laughs> I'm so excited for this intro. <laughs> okay. Have you heard of this man? There's no picture. There's not a picture. No, just have you heard of this man? <laughs> <laughs> the, this man? Have you heard of this man? This man? <laughs> this man? The one who lives on Drury Lane? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of this man? I have heard of this man. <laughs> this man on Drury Lane. Uh, no, no. This man. I well, he might actually. Last time oh, I flew works. Southwest, guy next to me brought five guys on the <laughs> smelliest of foods, and then sat middle row, took That's, his shoes off. There's a pretty good chance that this man's gonna be in dreams now. Watch the TV. We were chant tase him, tase him, tase him. Dude, we were we such were idiots worst. back then. <laughs> Holy cow! Things I learned last night. This man. <laughs> this is a weird story, bro. And it might. Knowing you, I can't tell if this is gonna scare you or not. <laughs> Okay, this might be scary for you. <laughs> so consider that your disclaimer <laughs> proceed at your own. All right, <laughs> risk. Jerry. Uh, let's let's get it. This man, this man is this so, like a freaking like slender man kind of thing or something like that. Um, kind of, but worse, maybe worse. <laughs> I kind of I don't know. Hey, man, <laughs> you might have nightmares after this ghost story. I'm about to tell you. Oh man, I don't know. How do you feel about chainsaw murderers? Ah, all right. Roll the yeah. intro. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, okay, so we'll uh, we'll take it to the beginning of the story. Uh, I guess January two thousand six. Um, no, that's way too recent. I don't like this already. Let's bail. <laughs> Uh, it's bail. I can handle scary stuff from like yeah. the seventies and stuff, you know, because that's like people were dumb back then. Yeah. Two thousand six, you know. People at least. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, in January two thousand six, um, a psychiatrist in New York uh, had a client um, who reported uh, that she was having these reoccurring dreams, and in those dreams, there was this man that was present in the dream. Okay. And in the dreams, he was um, pretty benevolent. And would always kind of guide her out of the dream and be like, "Hey, by the way, this is none of this is real. This is a dream. Goodbye." And then she'd wake up, and she was like, "It doesn't really matter what the dream is. Like, she's like, it's it's a reoccurring dream because this guy shows up, but the dream itself isn't real. He's the recurring thing. He's the recurring thing. So he shows up in all these different dreams what at the end of the like? dream, and he shows up. So the psychiatrist sketched the man, um." According to her description, and this is who this man is and what he looks like, which is yeah, very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not scary to audio listeners. It is but a it face. Kinda, it kind of is scary. It's a guy who's balding, Bald, he but not looks bald. Like an IT guy, he looks like a, <laughs> he looks like a math teacher who is That's also an accurate. IT guy. His eyebrows are huge like super Eugene Levy eyebrows. big. Yeah, you yeah, know super thick eyebrows and almost a unibrow very squished head, 
but very wide face. Yeah, his head is not very tall, but his face is very. But wide. he looks like I mean, he looks like he's a human person. He's looks like a normal. Definitely, like, definitely. It's not human. like his, his head isn't cartoon shaped or whatever. It's no. like a normal old. His dude. mouth is a little wide. His mouth does seem a yeah. little wider than probably. But that might just normal. be how bad of a sketch artist she is. She's a psychiatrist. Yeah, that's possible. Um, okay, and so they kind of continued having sessions and he kept coming up and it, it was something that was what she kept being like well this man <laughs> you know mean he kept coming up. I, I don't know. He kept coming up in her dreams and they kept oh, okay. having sessions. She was logging these sessions um, and uh, and then she started having dreams. She didn't start having dreams, but she was talking to a couple of her colleagues and they said hey we have patients that are having similar things where they have no no that's okay same I'm sort out. of thing like nah, a guy right. shows up at the end of their dreams guides them out of their dream and have you ever had mostly, a recurring dream yeah I've had a few haven't we talked about them I, on the show? I think we did that's why I was like man is this the guy from my dream <laughs> does he look like him I've told you about my recurring dream does he look like him yeah no he he didn't have a discernible like well <laughs> I don't know he was wearing like a, like a, I can only describe as like a mobster, you know, like whatever that hat <laughs> yeah, that is. Hat. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. a fedora, but something but it's like, like you know, yeah, that, that monster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I imagine him leaning out the side of a car, like ah, But I would wake up in my room and he would be in the corner of my room. Yep, yep. And he would be like, "It's over," mm-hmm. and then I'd wake up. Which is that was the one where you killed your parents, right? Not my parents. I kill a, a random set of parents. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, because there was the kids. You yeah, saw the kids. you remember yeah. this very vividly. Wow. You told me this story a few times. Yeah, yeah. I had the dream too. <laughs> I was the kids in the dream, though. I had the dream, but I was the kids. <laughs> Weird. Um, and so she, it was about. Man, I don't know. Well, it was like 2009, 2010 when that happened. Uh, so she she uh said, "Well, hey, I sketched him." Do you want to bring this like take a photocopy of the sketch? Imagine client? imagine you're talking to your psychiatrist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just go with it for a second. You go and you confide in your psychiatrist. You're like, "Hey man, this weird dude keeps showing up in my dreams." You're <laughs> multiple sessions and your psychiatrist has gotten this sketch from the other psychiatrist. And then your psychiatrist goes, is it this man? this man? And now you're suddenly, and it looks just like him. Suddenly, your whole reality is shaken, dude. I would poop my pants. I would like. What do you even do? Oh, you mean this man? Oh, you mean <laughs> this man? I think I would impulsively kill my psychiatrist. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I would just start beating. The, I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you're the reason. Nothing's real. Wake up, wake, wake up, up, wake up. Where's this man at? Dude, that would cause a psychi- like a, a psychotic break in me. Are you Probably. joking? All right, go ahead. What happens? Uh, so they show him. They clearly. show him, and the clients are like, "Yeah, that's the guy." Wow. Uh, I hate that. And so this. How many clients? Uh, I don't know at this point. It's a okay. handful. A handful. So this group of psychiatrists gets together and they write it up, put out this paper, and a handful of other psychiatrists. They put out a wanted poster. Have you seen <laughs> this man? <laughs> a handful of other psychiatrists pick it up and they're like, "This sounds familiar." Mm. And so they start <laughs> printing out the pictures and bringing it to their clients. Now this is spreading because hey, they. I, got some, I don't, I don't know if this is going to scare you or not, but I've got something to show you. <laughs> you know, I'm freaking. <laughs> 
What? Oh, they put it in the oil stuff. You yeah, know, yeah, like what do they're you like, what do you see, see in this one? In this one? <laughs> and what do you think when you see this, this one? one? Oh wow! Their voice gets deeper when you see. What do you think when you this see this one? This one. <laughs> and what do you think when you see this one? La 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 la. Move your arms when you walk. <laughs> That's eight miles. <laughs> oh, I love that no one gets this. That's good. A handful stuff. of our patrons do now. Some of our Patreon supporters get it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very specific comedy special that we reference a All lot. The time. <laughs> and we've only told our Patreon supporters what it is. So if you want to know what it is, support us on Patreon. Yeah, it's somewhere in the the bowels of our Discord right Ew. now. Okay, <laughs> and we'll also show you this guy. This <laughs> if you support us on Patreon, that saves you. He doesn't show up in your dreams. If you support us on Patreon, yeah, yeah we'll kill him <laughs> in your dreams. Payson <laughs> will kill this man in your dreams. <laughs> Have you seen this man? Actually, yeah. And then my favorite <laughs> podcasters were also there, and they killed him. And he was there, <laughs> and he <laughs> was there. <laughs> Hey, you were there. there. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. so some people pick it up. Some more psychiatrists. Hey, are like in different regions or just that area? All around the world, they start oh, picking it up because no. they publish this, and all around the world, they start picking it up, and these people start writing the authors, and they're like, "Hey, mine too," like my client too. Yeah, is it's happening, and so this started to become kind of a phenomena, uh, and so a website was put together called thisman.org. Uh, <laughs> Okay. And on it, it just had that composite sketch. It had a form and it said, have you dreamt of this man? Tell us about your experience. And over the course of about three years that this was up, uh, roughly 3000 people came forward and said that they had dreamt of this man. What was interesting is the results from the, the website. Once they started submitting from the website, they started to vary a little bit. Um, it seemed before the website was established that he was mostly benevolent. Like he was, he would show up at the end of people's dreams and guide them out of their dreams. Yeah. Once it was on the website, there was a bunch of those, but there was also somewhere he would just like be there <laughs> and like, they'd be like, yeah, he's just kind of in the background of all of my dreams or like <laughs> just yeah. kind of observing or there were other ones where um, like there's a particularly famous account. I don't know why, but there's a particularly famous account where she says that she was having a flying dream and he was flying alongside her the whole time. Um, and <laughs> what is he wearing? We always see a picture of his head trench coat. What's he wearing in these dreams? I don't know. Look, at I this imagine guy. a green polo like, and khakis khakis actually, for sure. Yeah, definitely khakis green just polo like tucked in green. Po- you know the person who wears their pants too high. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know because yeah. they're just thin thin people don't know where their waist is. You yeah. know what I'm talking about yeah. like like those stick people. Yep, and they don't know where to stop. Yeah, and so he's just got yeah, his pants have no way idea too high. Really high. Black belt, black brown, belt shoes. brown shoes. You knew suspenders, exactly what I was green polo. What is he not Urkel, dude? What the <laughs> heck? 
seven watches on his left arm. And he still does those silly bands from, you know, 2000. It was 2006. Yeah. He was really into silly bands. Yeah. He says, hey, you're dreaming. Also, look at this. This is an elephant. Hey, you're dreaming. Look at this. Isn't this crazy? <laughs> if I take it off. Is he just flying? <laughs> his arms are straight and he's like, hello. He's like, this is a dream right now. <laughs> you're dreaming. Tell am, your doctor you saw me. I am this. <laughs> tell your doctor about me. <laughs> Have you seen this man? Uh, uh, so they get like the, all these entries, and then there were a handful where he was actually malevolent, and he was like killing people. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting in those accounts because even though he was killing people and doing malevolent things in their dreams to them. Uh, they felt like he was still trying to get them out of their dream, but he was taking more extreme measures in that case with them for whatever reason. They're like, let me kill you so you wake up. Just having a great dream. <laughs> you're on a beach. <laughs> you know, you're driving in like a convertible, you know, wind in your hair. You can smell the salt <laughs> of the ocean. Like, this is awesome. And then just the guy, you look over the passenger seat, there he is, Polo. Just, he's just like, you need to wake up now. It's time to wake up. He unbuckles your seatbelt, pushes you <laughs> off the car. <laughs> oh, that's worth. I thought you unbuckled your seatbelt and then yanked the wheel. I was like, all right, all right time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and so, because this was just kind of a public forum, um, the psychiatrists are like, well, there's probably some people who are faking it. Like this, we can't rely a hundred percent on these results. Oh yeah, I filled out two thousand forms. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him. I've seen him. <laughs> yes. 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 Well, and then what this is an exercise is of world building. They checked. They checked. Gosh, gosh dang it. <laughs> they had a system in there that checked their Wi-Fi to see if they've been logged in, and if not, after 30 days, it logged them out, and then, then they were allowed that. to use. <laughs> oh yeah, my this man subscription ended because sharing passwords too much. Yeah. <laughs> so now my parents have to have their own this man. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Hey, thanks for being here for this episode of things I learned last night. Uh, if you like this and you want to check out other episodes, please go through our back catalog. There is literally like a hundred and something episodes that you can go check out. One of my favorites is Stanley Meyer, a guy who allegedly invented a water powered vehicle and then took that invention everywhere and then mysteriously died. So we go through the whole theories of what could have happened to him or like why his idea was plausible, not plausible. Really great episode. But other than that, thank you so much for being here and checking out this one. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, you, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L. 
L-I-T-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-E-T-L-
if you made agent Smith live with his parents for like 10 years longer than he did, <laughs> then you know, balding. Yeah, that's very accurate. And he's kind of coming over like he's probably more yeah. bald. His eyes are too big. His mouth is too big. His brow is too big. His ears are too big. Yeah, his head is really small. Here's one of him looking like around a corner. He's too close to the camera. <laughs> this guy listens to Jordan Peterson podcasts. <laughs> this very guy eats scary. his steak very well done. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like it very chewy. Look how wispy his hair is. I know. Oh, I hate that one. <laughs> yeah, because that feels like rough. the last thing you'd see before you wake it up really does. where he's just like he's like he's coming towards you and he's like wake up wake, wake up. up wake up. Wake up. He looks at the I guy that you're walking to the sidewalk and it's now. like one of you has to move and yeah. he refuses. And he to. won't <laughs> and like you kind of do that awkward like oh you know sorry and, and he's just, he's just full just straight shoulder right into you. Yeah, he's he like, doesn't yeah. even make eye contact. Well, he's, like he eye contact. he's looking straight at you in that one. I don't like that picture. Get that out of here. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so yeah, so um, uh, allegedly those were made by people. This man dreamers, right? Um, which is what we're calling him from now on. Until I, this man dreamers. One day, what do you think his name is? Freaking, you know, Pete. No, he wouldn't go by a short version of it. He'd be Peter for sure. But uh, Archibald. I was thinking something more <laughs> like, yeah, Maxwell. You know, <laughs> um, shows up on Oprah and is like, yeah. And so it's a, it would appear that I've uh, gone. Um, Viral, mega viral, and um, everybody sees me in their sleep. Um, yes, it's very interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, that, Maxwell? Um, oh well, uh, that's um, that's a good question. I um, I um, I used to run a. I used to be the top executive at um a a digital video discs um supplier. Uh, what Max, about what about now though? Oh now I um uh I run um some food management that is responsible for the highest distribution of uh meat and buns in the uh, nation. In a nation? Which in nation? The, 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 all all of them, I think. <laughs> all of the nations? Have I heard of it? Well, I'm not here to talk about what my employment status is. I'm not gonna lie, Maxwell. You strike me in as an IRS man. Oh, um, <laughs> wake up, <laughs> wake up! <laughs> Jeez, what if he switched? <laughs> <laughs> On, the show. on Oprah, <laughs> just starts going straight toward the camera. Oh wow! I, I would drop kick a TV. Wow! Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> wake up! It's time to wake up! It's time to wake up! It's time to wake up! Shoot, you know someone did fall asleep watching this episode though. <laughs> and then we just and then we're like, wake up. wake up! It's time to wake up! <laughs> wake up! Jeez. So there's a few theories. No, I was going that he was a manager at Blockbuster and he worked at McDonald's, but he didn't want to call it <laughs> McDonald's. Call I work at the distributor for biggest beef and buns. <laughs> beef and buns distributor. <laughs> what if that's how McDonald's marketed themselves? Beef and buns, baby. Hey, back to the basics. <laughs> hey, you know what? Cut all that out. I'm going to pitch that to somebody. 
I guarantee you, you know who would buy that? Like Hardee's would buy that yeah, for Hardee's sure. Would buy that. That's They'd a Hardee's like, hey, back to the basics, for sure. Beef and buns. Yeah, isn't that a like two thousand one like contemporary Christian song? Back beef to the and basics. Buns? Back to the basics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank that was God Corey, Has- Corey Asbury <laughs> before Reckless Love. He wrote Beef and Buns. <laughs> oh, the overwhelming, never ending Beef and Buns of It's so aggressive. <laughs> Beef and buns. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. What do you need me to bring? What do you need me to bring the the Super Bowl party? Beef and buns, <laughs> brother. Buns. Um, if you check out our merch store, I've got, I've designed a shirt that says Beef and Buns. You can buy it. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, the psychiatrists were like, "We should figure out what's going on here. There's probably something happening." We should figure out what's going on here. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. This Celsius is hitting. <laughs> All right, let's go. So there's a few theories. Sure. Uh, five of them, maybe six. Um, <laughs> the first one um, was there video of the guy? No, because it's in everyone's dreams. I know, but you said the animators figure out video. Well, what, they you animated pictures? like oh. pictures of him. Got it. Like they've made got it, got models. Uh, so uh, the leading theory, yeah, this is theory number lead, um, <laughs> is that uh, uh, this man is just an example of Carl Jung's concept of the unconscious archetypal image um, that people see in difficult situations. Um, okay, here's what this is. So Carl Jung um, theorized that there was a series of archetypes that exist in human consciousness that are absolute. Um, we all have these archetypes within us um, and he points to a handful of them throughout history that we see in mythology like the flood. Um, pretty much every culture has a flood myth, right? And so he says that there are things like that that are archetypes that are within our, embedded within our consciousness that we are always going to have some concept of that story and like when, when people have tough, like the common dream of like your teeth falling out. Yes, those type of things. Yeah, and so the theory is that this man is an archetype that people see when they're going through difficult times to get them out of a dream, basically. Okay, um, and so it's it's almost like he's this man is inevitable for some people to see him <laughs> in dreams. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is a terrifying phrase. This man is inevitable. <laughs> yeah, but it's a really cool nickname if you're Mister Inevitable. <laughs> Frick, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I like that. Yeah, that's the star quarterback <laughs> of a dying franchise. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mr. Inevitable. What did uh? they call the the San Francisco guy? Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, what was Mr. Uh, Incredible? No, no. What did Russell Wilson call himself? Mr. Oh. He called himself Mr. Something. Did he? Yeah, and he was drunk in the video, and it he was called himself that. Yeah, that's different. You can give yourself a nickname. That's a loser move for sure. You, it's got to be some Mister Unlimited. Yeah, he goes, I'm Mister Unlimited. He was very drunk in the video, and he was like, I'm Mister Unlimited. Wow! And everybody made fun of him for it for years until he did the 
the singing in the plane thing. The what? 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 Have you seen that this year? This no. year on <laughs> on their on their way to their London game, uh, everybody was sleeping, you know, because London's a long flight, and he was doing high knees in the aisle singing praise and worship songs. <laughs> Oh, the overwhelming, <laughs> never-ending beef and buns of God. Oh, wow, you- Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> wow, dude. Maybe chill out. There's nothing I hate more than those videos online of people be on planes yeah. being like, just so you know, there's a God who loves you and you can give your life to him right now in 13 C. Like, shut the crap up. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, it's very obnoxious. I hate that with a There's passion. There's nothing worse than being on a plane and having to acknowledge that other people are on that plane. Oh my gosh, uh, dude. <laughs> and so yeah, people doing things that are just unavoidable on planes. Guy next last time I worst. flew southwest, guy next to me brought five guys on. The smelliest <laughs> of foods. And then sat middle row, took That's, his shoes off. Oh no. Was so high oh, that he was no. texting. And he was falling asleep mid text. So he'd be like, <laughs> Yikes. And I'm stuck. Window yeah, seat. He's middle row. Guy in the aisle seat was like, Guys, today <laughs> is the day to get saved. <laughs> And then in the middle of that, if flight, you want to know more about God, text beef and bones <laughs> to six six eight six six. Set that up. <laughs> beef and buns. <laughs> Jeez, man. In the middle of the flight, they're they roll in front of you, in between the seats. <laughs> <laughs> this man. He said, it's time to wake up now. It's time to wake up. No, I hate that. No, go away. <laughs> you owe $21,000. <laughs> You're like, geez, dude. Come on, man. Even in my dreams, leave me alone, IRS. Uh, so <clears throat> first theory is that it was an archetype. That was the one that the psychologist seemed to be leaning on, right? Second theory was that this was a manifestation of God. Uh, okay. God was yeah, coming dude. to people in a dream. Yeah, dude. God, this, God looks like a guy whose God. dreams didn't work out. You know, God, well, God honestly, looks like he drives a Kia Sereno. Uh, honestly, and, though, if we're God's dream, then ah, we didn't really work out. That might be. He's so disappointed, dude. The look in his face is so like you guys. You could have done so much. Been so many other things. Wow. <laughs> Um, he, yeah, so yeah, eh, a lot of I psychiatrists are like nah, probably not. Here's what um, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna interject my theory in the middle of this. Sometimes you'll have dreams and in the dream you'll realize that the person you're talking to yeah doesn't look anything like the person that in your mind your mind goes like for example like Ray has been in a couple of my dreams, yes. but it looks nothing like her. Yeah, but I go. Oh, yeah, that person's Ray. That's you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and so I've been there too. Have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like, and then even when you wake up, you kind of go, "That didn't look anything like." That. I know Ray was there, but that didn't but that look like her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Or like in you, like I, you'll you know, be in a dream, and it's like that was Tim, but yeah. it looked like a like a 
you know, almost yeah. like what the AI is doing with those blurry photos of yeah. lobe. Yeah, it's is that your brain is going. Generating oh yeah, that's I mean different. that's that's this person for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had it happen too, where it's like there's another character in your dream that's a person that you know, and it, over time that that happens where they don't look like them, and then over time by the end of the dream, it's a different, it's a different person. person. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. And you're like, that's you not, were you were them. You were them a second ago, and now you're huh. interesting. Yeah. So. Um, Have you heard the Pete Holmes bit about dreams? No. Where he's like, if if aliens studied human sleep and they were just like, why do you guys pass out for eight hours a day? And he's like, well, I don't know. We need it, you know. He's like, I don't oh, know. That sounds like a, such a waste of time. So, well, I mean, you know, I, I get rest and I, I feel good afterward. And he's like, that's great. I mean, that sounds so boring just to close your eyes for eight hours. He goes, no, my brain plays movies that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks again for being here for this episode. If you want to help us make more of these, we have a Patreon that you can support us on. We don't make money from this personally. All the money from Patreon goes straight back into our show, helps us to create better episodes, get our better production quality. Uh, But more than anything, we're just so glad that you're here. So thank you so much for supporting our show. And if you want early access and be part of our Discord, please consider supporting us on Patreon. But other than that, we just want to say thanks again. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, here's a here's a scarier theory. Um, uh, this one's the theory that well, there's probably two theories that I would say I really don't like, and this is one of them. Okay, um, uh, is that he's a dream pirate? Uh, there was an ad campaign that a corporation ran that had like subliminal messaging to oh, put this man in people's on. dreams. That's stupid. Yeah, creepy. Uh, yeah, yeah, but none of us can remember really what it was. Didn't really work. dumb. Really dumb. <laughs> Yeah, that's so stupid. Is why would you be scared of that idea? Not scared of it. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's that would be such a dumb. If you think about the idea for more than two seconds, yeah. One, did, does anybody know which company it was? Two, why would they do that if it doesn't? I mean, if you're gonna do it, make it freaking make the it. Hamburglar. You know, like if you're gonna do it, make yeah. it Ronald McDonald. Yeah, I don't know, Doc. Uh, for some reason, the Hamburglar keeps showing um, up at the end of all my dreams. Wait, describe him. Like, <laughs> Describe him again. He's wearing a hat like a mobster. Yeah, yeah. And he's wearing a striped shirt. Yeah, it's like a striped and he's shirt. got the little the like the like mask eyes. And he's holding a. And a the psychiatrist McDouble. has to pause. <laughs> has to be looking at the picture, the sketch, and be like, "Surely I'm getting this wrong." <laughs> you know, like, there's no way this is right. There's no way. And then, and then can you imagine the moment when he talks to his colleagues and everyone's like, "You know, my clients would see him." That's <laughs> pretty interesting that you would say that, because my client Maxwell has <laughs> has mentioned. I'm saying, why would a company do that? <laughs> I, I mean, I think the idea is or brand, they tried to do something else. Yeah, that guy like, <laughs> who, who's the face of our brand. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were trying to get you to think, but everybody, but everyone it, just it got ended stuck up and they were like, like oh, that. dang, uh, it. we were this close. 
It's supposed to be Steve Jobs. Well, that makes sense if it's the McDonald's arches <laughs> and that's his eyebrows. There, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. So that was that was one of them. Um, here's another. What's the best advertisement you've ever seen? Um, probably there was this Pepsi commercial a few years ago where she crossed the line and gave the cops his Pepsi. <laughs> and he didn't look excited at all. He was not excited one bit. No, I think the best one I've seen is for Nesquik, and it was in the DC subway. And as you're, you know, going through the tunnel, they did it as a as a flip picture. Oh, that's and cool. just one frame at a time. You're that's going really to the subway, cool. and it's like. That's and I was like, very cool. I was like. Dang that it, that's great. Cool. That is very cool. I like that. Um, anyway, yeah, that's really cool. I like that a lot. Um, and then at the end of the flip picture, he was given a <laughs> Nesquik to a police officer, <laughs> and then the it kept going. And it, I mean, the sequence got weird, but he ended up like on the ground, <laughs> and the police officer was standing over him. And then it cuts to the police officer who's like now leaning in. It was a long yeah. tunnel. And, then, and he's like now leaning in and he's said, like, wake, wake up, up. <laughs> you know, and you're like, whoa, and then and then it just kept going. It just after kept that. going after it that. Said, it said cops seven nine <laughs> central on TBS. <laughs> it was a <laughs> cops. <commercial. laughs> we used to watch cops yeah. and we used to chant. We, we used to be watching cops and we would watch the TV. And we would chant tase him, tase him, tase him. Dude, we were we such were idiots worst. back then. <laughs> Holy cow. We would watch live PD in Springfield in our own town. Yeah, and we'd be like, let's go find him. We're like, let's go find him. We'd be like, we might we're like, wait a minute, that's within driving tase distance. We guy. can go do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so another theory is that um, and this was like one of the other leading theories. Sure, uh, is that uh, only a couple people actually dreamt of this man. The rest of them saw this man somewhere and then dreamt then, of him, yes, and then came back thinking. and yeah, reported yeah, yeah. dreaming of him. And so it was; they were suggested a dream yeah. to begin with. Um, another one is that. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, but also is that you could have a dream of a generic man. And someone could show you a picture, and you can go, "I yeah." I mean, because again, it's fuzzy picture in your dream. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the the other theory is that because it's hard for you to remember your dreams accurately. Very specific detail. That if you get seen this picture, you'd be like, "Well, you know what? I think I have seen that guy." In my I dreams. can't recall dreams. Like I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, "That was a weird dream." I'm gonna tell yeah. Reagan about that later today. And then later, I just go, oh, I had a dream. I was going to tell you about, but I can't remember a single detail about. Have it. Have you heard of those people who like journal their dreams when they first wake up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've thought about doing that before, but I'm also like, why though? Yeah, but I, I just prefer to like you know make money and like have a job and you know, <laughs> um, do the people who do that stuff are the people who have time to do the get ready with me on TikTok videos, you know? <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, last night I dreamed. <laughs> It's like there was just, this man. Just there. have kids so you can have a personality at least. You know what I'm talking about? You know the moms that it's like, thank God you got kids so you got something to do. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, but that's why you know, some dads golf because they don't got a personality. Yeah. 
or like the guys that are like buffed out at the yeah. gym. Yeah. Well, I it's mean, like, I think dude, that is their there. personality. Their personality That's is their number one thing. Their and hobby. Before that, they had to float through these weird horoscope phase and yeah. wake up and Trying journal your dreams phase. Yeah. That's, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No one. I find me a person who's consistently journaled their dreams for like 50 years. Find me that person. You know yeah. what I guarantee? I guarantee they live in a weird cottage. Okay, and they drink this gross tea that they make from their garden, and they've convinced <laughs> themselves that you try it, it, it tastes terrible. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah, how do you make this? Oh, no it's one's just doing that for more than six parts mud, two parts lemon. Yeah, it actually is really it revolutionized my gut it's health from the earth. <laughs> <My Yeah. gut. laughs> it came to me in a dream once. You know what else changed my <laughs> changed life? My life. Was Let me tell you, oregano. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. I gotta tell you, oregano changed my life. Changed my life this year. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Um, here's the sixth theory, and this one is a little hoo ha. Um, okay. Uh, so this theory is that you know, like remote viewing, more hoo ha than God. <laughs> then it's like that's God. Yeah. You're like this one's out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you remember the remote viewing episode? Yeah. <clears throat> so this theory is that there was a guy who had mastered this form of meditation where he could lean into people's dreams from afar, like remote viewing, but into your dream, kind of like inception. Sure, but it wasn't like a hey, let's dream together. It was a hey, I'm going to infiltrate your dreams and scare the heck out of you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure it's time to wake up <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was the, that's that theory. Uh, <laughs> There's no okay. real science behind that. I think it was just some community members who were like, what if, like there's a guy? what if there's a guy who gets in your dreams <laughs> who can get into our dreams. That's what I like about theories. No limits. <laughs> you can just theorize. You can just think something. Yeah, yeah. this is what I think it is. Um, in 2010, we got the answer. Uh, right? No. Yeah, in 2010, we got the answer. Well, maybe, maybe in 2010. Here's what happened. Um, there was a guy who got a job uh, for a company called um, crap. I don't remember what the company's called, but basically they were an art agency. Okay. Um, and he wrote a blog post on that art agency's website, and he said that he was the founder of thisman.org, and he said that it was a guerrilla marketing stunt. And that he created this whole backstory and this website to market a movie that was supposed to launch where this man was going to be. It was like a horror movie, and this man was going to be the bad guy that was infiltrating people's dreams. And this was his marketing campaign for it. But the movie ended up running out of funding. Hey, and it never happened. I don't hate that. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Um, what is interesting. Is that blog post was up for a couple months before it got taken down, uh, and then this guy, uh, it like became public that he owned that website because sure. someone on 4chan ended up finding it and was like, "Yeah, this guy owns this website," and he also owns a website called Gorilla, Gorilla, not Gorilla, Gorilla Marketing It, something like that. That's <clears throat> not a. I don't and hate so, that. I'll tell you what. What's interesting is they took that blog post down. Vice found this guy, and Vice News did an article on it. And he, in the interview, acted like it was real. And this was two years after that blog post, after he came out and said it was all a guerrilla marketing tactic. 
Vice did the article, and Vice, and in the interview, he said that he had the dream, and he told his psychiatrist. So the story is different now. He told his psychiatrist about it. The psychiatrist wrote it. And you then don't he think they went, did the interview started, before he made the post? No, the interview happened after the post. It was like two or three years after the post. Vice posted so that. So the interview was post post. The interview was post blog post. Yeah. Post post. Got post it. post. Yes. <laughs> post post pre post Malone. Uh, <laughs> post post post. Uh, it was post post, but pre post Malone, but post post serial. Uh, <laughs> Got it. And post post offices. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, if you really think about it, we're living in a post office area, aren't we? <laughs> it wasn't that funny, but hey, I'll take it. Really funny. I'll I take. Like a, I'll a take a head throwback. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Vice. But he pretended like it was real. He he did this whole well, interview. Pretended. He said it was real. He did this whole interview acting like it was a true story in the interview. Okay. Vice puts out the article. Then a he puts out people, another blog post. No, a bunch of people come and they're like, "Hey, this guy wrote a blog post a while ago and said it wasn't true." And so then Vice took it back and put out an update and said, "Hey, turns out that article we put out wasn't true." Uh, and everyone's like, "I don't understand what's happening here. Like, why is he acting like this is real all of a sudden when he already said he wasn't? It wasn't real." And then no one's found him since. Yeah, and there hasn't been like he's not on that company's website as an employee. He doesn't have like a social media presence. So there's this was in 2016 when Vice did the article. Oh. So there's these ideas that maybe somebody bought the rights to that movie and was gonna try to resurrect it. Right. That's that kind of what happened it, yet. Sure. Um, <clears throat> or this man got to Vice. This man got to the guy who made the guerrilla marketing site. His name's um, and Andre Nutella. He's an Italian marketer. Um, this man might have got to them and said, "Hey, stop! You got to stop this." What do you mean? This man got to them. This man came to them in a dream. Stop. And said, hey, okay. you stop I was it. like, "What are you talking about right <laughs> you now?" Stop it. No, I do like that marketing tactic. You he walked around the tech, corner and he said, "Stop!" I hate that. One. <laughs> He's like, uh, "I'm real." <laughs> Jeez, dude. Uh, what a first of all, brilliant mark. Get that out of here. Brilliant marketing scheme. Um, one that they tried to do this, but it kind of fell flat was for that Jake Gyllenhaal movie Which that one? he just did. Look Which it one? up. The one you got to be on the phone. Um, because I was in L.A. when that when this happened. Um, so it what's it called? The guilty. Yes. Look up the guilty Skywriter. The guilty movie Skywriter. <laughs> We're gonna end up with a different episode about the the. Because like, do you see what I'm talking about? It's got a phone number across the sky. Oh, that's cool. So put that on the screen if you can. Yeah. I was in LA and I look up and this plane has written a phone number. I mean, so many letters. There's a huge message yeah, this across is a giant like that's impressive. That's like multiple planes. I think yeah um, across the sky in LA um, that says listen carefully 507 save, save her. her. Yeah, which cryptic. is such a weird thing. <clears throat> Listen carefully. Five oh seven. That's very impressive to write that much with. A oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it had to be multiple planes or something. That's I don't know how crazy. they did it, but that's above LA. I was there that day and I called the numbers. I was like, what the heck is this? Uh, and it was and now the movie trailer had not come out yet and the the, mm. the voicemail that it leads you to like they were trying to make this a viral moment for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voicemail it leads you to did not 
mention anything about, about a movie. the movie or anything. It what was like it you could hear basically it was a scene of their call mm-hmm. that was like, please stay on the line. You're okay. And she's like, <laughs> but I, but I need help uh-huh. or whatever. And it was like a very intense 911 call. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it just bloop. Could you tell it was Jake Gyllenhaal? I couldn't, but as soon <laughs> as like, I. Is that Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> no <but> context. <laughs> I think the, the problem they had was when you Googled it, it immediately came up with a guilty. Yeah. And I think had they waited maybe a just longer. a day or two, yeah. it would and have hit viral because then I didn't share it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah I listened yeah. to it. I, I Googled it uh, and found out it was a movie promo. Didn't tweet about it. Yeah. You know yeah. that what they wanted was for me to be like, does anybody know what this is? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that was an interesting uh, that is attempt. Very interesting. That is and very I heard interesting. the movie sucked, so I never watch it. <laughs> That is really clever. I like that. And that's impressive to write that much with. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so um, but do imagine that you're just driving in LA and you look up and you see save her in the sky. And you're like what you're like, what? excuse me. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a it was a terror. It was a weird yeah. couple minutes there. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll call that number. I said, yeah, I'll save her. Yeah, I'll save her. I'll save her. I'm the hero. I'm the one person in LA <laughs> seeing this right now. I'm the only person in LA brave enough to call this number. <laughs> I've, who was the comedian that hired the skywriter? Uh, and they wrote here Google comedian hires skywriter. I forget what exactly they wrote, but it's worth it. They wrote like, don't know how to land. Yeah, how do I land? <laughs> how do I land? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a Kurt Braunhol Braunholler. Yeah, cost him sixty eight hundred dollars. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's so funny that uh, the concept it, of a he can skywrite, but he can't figure out how, how do I land. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. No, I only, I, but I remember I was listening to uh, a comedy podcast. And there was another comedian who was who was like, yeah, I gotta get out of here soon. I'm actually going to a rooftop party for my friend who hired a skywriter above LA <laughs> and it was that incident. It's pretty funny anyway. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, if you ever see uh, this man in your dreams, well, I mean, and think about how you found this episode. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, because though, we freaking got you. Uh, honestly, though, like, I think now that if you watch this episode, there's a pretty good chance that this man's going to be in your dreams now. So, I don't know what to say about that. Can like, you end, welcome. Connor? Can you end the video? Like when we say the fiddle off, can you just put his face like in the th- or put our face? That's fine. <laughs> oh, I do not like that one. I just felt my whole body go pale. Get that out of here. I don't want to look his mouth. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. Ah, I hate it. Connor screamed for this one too. He's a little balder in this one. This one must be more oh, recent. Fiddle oh, oh. <laughs> off, dude. <laughs> Let's get out of this.
Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Walker. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night. <laughs>